There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Hey kids, what time is it? It's time for Jonesy and Jingly Man. Hey Jonesy, what do you want to do today? Play! Okay Jonesy, let's go to the abandoned warehouse and throw rocks at the glass windows. I don't know Jingly, would my parents care? Don't worry about what your parents say. Don't you trust your friend Jingly? Well okay. If you say so, let's go, Jingly. Welcome to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper of Veiled Mysteries, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him. And joining with us tonight is Hunter Andy. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Tim Lanning, and uh, my pronouns are he, him. Also joining us, Agency. Hey, my name is Matthew, and our pronouns are he, him. And the divine, B. Hey, everybody. My name is Veronica, and I'm playing B, the Divine, and our pronouns are she, they. And special guest star joining us tonight, Deandra. Hi, I'm uh, Alex. My pronouns are usually he, him, and uh, the character I'm playing is she, her. All right, Alex, welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? <laughs> what kind of shows are you on? <laughs> What's your, um, what's your favorite am, uh, President's Day condiment? <laughs> um, I uh, same answer. I'm the game mustard of uh, oh yeah. SHU podcast. You are yeah. the game mustard. Yeah, so I, I I run those those over there with my uh, with my good buddy June. Now, game mustard, like, is that just kind of like a play on GM, and then you just kind of came up with <laughs> I am the game mustard? Yeah, yeah. I, I, <clears throat> there was a while where I was like. GM was standing for something different every time. And then when we landed on game mustard, it just kind of stuck. And so I was just the game mustard from then on. So yeah, got it. Just kind of stuck. Yeah. I uh, ran the alien RPG from free league publishing once a very short, short app. And uh, I remember in the book, it describes it as game mother. So I, I always thought that was a cool take on the GM initials. So, so tonight, 
we are going to be starting uh, with Deandra. So Deandra, you are in your office. Can you okay. describe what that looks like to me? Um, my office is uh, like a like a one room office, a uh, slow spinning ceiling fan desk covered with uh, newspaper clippings, and <laughs> all over the walls are um, newspaper clippings, written handwritten notes with red twine uh, twisted on thumbtacks, connecting all of the uh, part uh, pieces of information in a haphazard way. Um, like a spider web all over my walls. And there's always like a half uh, drank bottle of whiskey on my desk, uh, as well as a constant lit, uh, lit cigarette. And as far as the information that you receive, do mm -hmm. you receive it like through the internet, uh, through the newspaper, uh, a police scanner? What is like the, the most common way for you to receive information? Uh, I'm, I'm on the beat. I'm on the street. I, I do my own legwork. I investigate. I ask questions. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an investigator. So, uh, just like every night, um, after you have your whiskey and cigarette, uh, you put on your jacket and you're about to go out onto the street and just kind of get a feel for the city to see, uh, what's going on. And as you pass the one other open door uh, in this office that leads into your bathroom, a very small, modest bathroom, you cross the mirror that's in this bathroom. And if you could just describe yourself to us real quick. Um, I am a woman with wild eyes and a rumpled suit, um, kind of messy hair in a, in, a, in a bun. And I wear a long brown trench coat. Um, and uh, a hat. So as you exit your office, which is uh, one of several doors in a poorly lit hallway uh, in a rundown building, you uh, walk down the stairways past the, you know, 20 small metal mailboxes that are uh, in the wall. You open up the locked glass door that leads out onto the street, and uh, you are essentially in downtown Mea Culpa. You start to walk down the street and immediately a uh, paramedics flies by you with a siren on and uh, enters into a hospital that's about five blocks down the street. Um, you continue to walk down the street and you can kind of listen in on the different conversations, just random citizens walking up and down the street. And you overhear a conversation um, that is a little disconcerting to you. Two other ladies that are walking down the street having a conversation uh, comment on hearing about different children who are experiencing face paralyzation. And um, you hear that these children are being um, held at the St. Jude Law Memorial Hospital. Uh, it's about five blocks down the street. And... Okay. Um, you find that very curious. You are under the impression that this is just not a commonplace type situation, that there might be something behind the scenes uh, making this happen. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull out uh, my little Steno pad uh, and start flipping through my notes frantically while um, lighting another cigarette before my first cigarette is done. <laughs> um, and I'm going to, is this an appropriate time to roll my connect the dots? Yes. Yes. Okay. That'll be great. 
I'm going to roll connect the dots. Um, and I got a 12. Okay. So that is a, a great success. Um, so in this situation, what do you get to do? You get to hold two, three. I get to hold three questions that I can ask at any time during the mystery. Okay. And would you like to start off by asking any of those questions or would you like to hold that until uh, maybe you kind of get more involved into the mystery? I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold on to it. But I but I am uh, flipping through my notes frantically, smoking two cigarettes at a time. And then I'm going to like um, – I'm going to – not, I'm not going to trail these two, but I'm going to like just kind of watch to where, where they're headed. So these two women are uh, walking in the opposite direction of where the uh, okay. paramedics have gone and away from the hospital. Um, they seem unaware of you tailing them. Uh, they continue to talk a little bit about um, what they had heard uh, from the rumor mill, um, that these children were, you know, just watching TV. And at some point, um, they start either crying or calling for their parents. And they find that these children's faces have paralyzed in whatever uh, form that they were at at the time. Um, you know, some are to be heard to have a smiling face or some are to be heard to have just a staring face. Um, but uh, what all they know is that uh, these horrific things are happening in a matter of, you know, the last two days. And uh, they have heard it's like upwards of three to five children uh, that have come down with this affliction. Gotcha. I am going to I didn't really have a particular de destination when I was headed out, did I? I wasn't like going somewhere. I was just kind of about about. Yeah, you probably okay. have a routine where you just kind of walk down the street and you know maybe you go to the same like coffee joint or bodega where you get your cigarettes. Uh, probably probably like thumb through like local magazines and look for secret messages or whatever. Um, I'm going to head over to the hospital then, but on my way, I'm going to pick up like, um, like a bodybuilding magazine and read like the, the back ads to try to find secret messages. Absolutely. So you do come across uh, a very interesting ad and, um, you know, you are familiar with these magazines and in the ads that come in various magazines that you pick up from time to time, but something about this specific ad kind of comes across to you and it's seemingly a men's supplemental vitamin. Um, mm -hmm. It's called Sigma, and this uh, supplement is supposed to uh, essentially uh, make you a man's man more powerful, more confident, uh, more sexual and aggressive, and um, something is off about the information that's provided there for you. Uh, but we'll come back to that in a little bit. Okay. Andy and B, last we left you. You had both uh, had large injuries. Um, you had uh, gone into the uh, fourth point of harm. Yes. Uh, and both of you had sustained injuries. Um, how would you consider yourself to heal from these injuries? Would you take standard, just holistic, like wrap your ribs, put some salam pas on it and take some you know, Tylenol, or are you going to the hospital? I would go to the hospital. I would go to the chiropractor. Okay. <laughs> so, Andy, you're at St. Jude Law's Memorial 
and you are being attended to. Um, you actually have a broken rib and, um, at this point, uh, you are just going to have to be able to, um, allow it to mend on its own. They've done everything that they can. Um, you have recovered all of your harm, mm -hmm. okay. but you do have a lasting effect. Um, at any point you do any tough rolls, uh, you will take an ongoing minus one on tough. You son of a B word. So, uh, okay. So that's just a minus one on the roll. I don't need, sh should I lower my tough by one? No, okay. no. So whenever you roll tough, you take a minus one. And, uh, for B as well, you go to the chiropractor. What do you tell them? Um, yeah, so I was recently in a dog fight and <laughs> I need to get my bones realigned, please. Uh, yeah, uh, this must have been a large dog. It was mini dogs. Oh, several dogs. Mini, uh, several dogs. Yes. That, yeah, uh, I could see that from all the scratches and, and bite marks you have on you. Um, well, I... <sighs> Unfortunately, I don't know what we can do much in the sense of realigning. Um, it does look like you're bruised and, and, and possibly have broken some of your rib bones. Um, I would say that I, you should probably go to a hospital, but if you'd like, I could try um, electrotherapy. Yeah, I guess I'll try that. The chiropractor starts applying these large pads to your ribs. And there are wires coming out of them that hook up to this machine. And as they uh, start the machine, you could just feel electric currents going through your body. And it seems to be having a positive effect on your body. Um, you too will recover all of your harm. Uh, but you also will suffer a minus one uh, to any tough rolls for this session. Okay, that doesn't seem very divine, but yes, I accept this <laughs> ruling. Once you gain a level, you might be able to take uh, healing powers, so okay. keep that in mind. <laughs> wow. V, try to wow. try to climb out the window or convince this person of something. Just keep rolling until you uh, yeah. farm XP on this NPC. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to walk away and then come back. <laughs> My butt hurts. Could we do this to my butt as well? I got in a dogfight. Yeah, this was for kitty cats. In in the time that you have left and come back? No, this was uh, sustained at the same time because I jumped into a massive dog versus cat fight. <laughs> but you didn't mention that your butt was hurting earlier. It, it must be from the treatment now. that you previously gave to me. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, we could we could do it again. And then they go through the same setup. They allow the currents to surge through your body. You actually do feel good. It, it feels great. Um, your uh, muscles kind of tense and then relax, tense and relax. Um, and you feel like if there was anything misaligned, it was aligned back up. Um, okay, but but while I'm there with my butt, could I try to manipulate this chiropractor? into writing me a prescription go ahead and roll manipulate someone okay um yes dice fail oh my god so 12 minus 1 is 11 wait is manipulate someone a tough 
or or it's is your skill a minus one? Yeah, okay. I'm real bad. Uh, well, you succeed. Um, you know what? Yeah, no. Uh, I can hear that. You know, you were in a, a a pretty rough little tumble there with what whatever it was, it was uh, dogs you were and fighting cats. with. Dogs and cats, exactly. Yes. Um, how about you take this? And he scribbles down on a piece of paper uh, a prescription to uh, some type of Percocet or Vicodin um, that should help with uh, the pain that you're dealing with. All right. Um, I put this in my pocket and I walk to the hospital for a rabies shot because I know that I need one. And as you enter in the hospital, you can see Andy there as well. Uh, you are a couple rooms apart. And uh, yeah, so you guys are together. I'm eating a, a fruit cup. One fruit cup. <laughs> hey, V, how you doing? Did you get out of here uh, safely? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, everything is fine. I got my back and my neck aligned, so I feel much better. Um here, I brought you this, and I give him my prescription. Oh, <laughs> just, just hold on to it. I can get in, in serious trouble. Wait a second. Oh. I'm, I'm technically law enforcement. So I think I could be fine with this. Who's going to stop me? Okay. Yeah. Who's going to stop you? Why would they stop you? Well, see, you, that's a scheduled substance. You have to take it on a schedule. Uh, no, 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 no. See, I don't know what the scheduled means or if I'm using it correctly. So as you are talking, um, you can overhear a couple of nurses uh, loudly whispering to each other about another patient um, that is in the other room. Um, you could hear uh, a sobbing woman, too, in the background, and they say, oh, yes, that's the mother of the child who just came in. Um, it's another one. It's another child with uh, a paralyzed face. Uh, you know, the doctor says it could be Mobius syndrome, but... It's really rare for so many children to contract this over the last couple of days. It's not viral or anything like that. It's genetic. And they kind of rush off uh, attending to other patients. Did you hear that? I did. Hold on. I'm going to investigate, but I need a couple of things. And I open up my little bag and I pull out a pair of scrubs and a mask, you know, Um yeah, am I am I in and am I like being discharged? Are we? Do we have like rooms? Am I in bed? Do I have? Uh, is he in triage? What's yeah. The, what's do the I have sitch? A, a, a gown on? Is my bum out? Yeah, yeah. So you are uh, gown and bum out, um, but you're kind of like uh, you know in a room that has like three beds with curtains pulled on it. Um, you guys just happen to be in the same area. And uh, she is scrubbing up. Got okay. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, did you want some scrubs? Uh, no, I'm good. I don't want to pretend to be a doctor. I'm not pretending. I'm... <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Please. Be careful. <laughs> uh. Okay. I'm gonna go out and find out what the, what the fuck. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna just like really quickly put on some sneakers, put on some scrubs. And tiptoe my way out to uh, catch up with those nurses. I want to wait 30 seconds and realize this is a bad idea and go chase after her. Okay. As you do so, you follow the nurses and they are passing the um, area where they take care of children. Um, 
at the same time, Deandra, you are also walking up and you mm-hmm. come to a cross section. You see three nurses uh, and a man in a gown with his butt sticking out. <laughs> you are in the children's ward. You kind of asked your way around to uh, this area hey, because of what you had heard. where do you keep the kids you can see that uh there are several rooms um some of them do have like a viewing wall some of them do have windows that look in um but from your understanding uh there are uh several enclosed rooms uh in this ward and you do not see any of the children about um i'm just gonna kind of hang around until i can like Notice something strange. Well, the man walking around with his ass out is strange. Yes. Yes. And honestly, as you take a look again, although it's been more than likely over three to five years, you actually recognize this person. It's Andy. You went to high school with him. Okay. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to call out like Andy. And I, I, (laughs) And uh, I I quickly close the back and turn around and look like, I'm sorry, I was just trying to find the ice. Deandra? It's been a long time. What are you you doing? How have you been? I've been good. Why are you walking around the children's ward in in that? This isn't the, this is they put me in the children's ward? I'm an adult. Uh, yeah. I I got in a, and I look around fight someone was trying to steal an old lady who I was crossing the street with I was helping her cross that street and someone wanted to take her purse and I got in a fight and I said don't don't and then he freaking pulled out like a pipe and just bashed me uh but you should yeah and then the old lady you know she was happy I'm gonna look at him suspiciously <laughs> um okay all right, fair enough. So, what what do you what have you been up to? I work for the government. No big deal. Uh, we invest. Uh, you know, started off as admin clerical, but they were super short staff, so they accidentally had me go in the field a few times, um, and it just sort of evolved from there. I don't think my uh, my email signature even upgraded. I, nor did I get a raise. I'm still technically administrative assistant, but yeah, I, I have a lot of responsibility. They gave me a gun. Oh, does that seem truthful to me? <laughs> that bit? Uh, I, I guess you can try. I mean, is there like a sense motive? Um, I I have uh the move suspicious mind, <laughs> and it simply reads: if someone lies to you, you know it. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, uh, Tim, so, is Andy lying right now? Uh, about the yeah, about the freaking grandma thing, but not the other thing. Everything I said about the org is true. Everything I said about the grandma is a lie. Okay, all right. Well, it's good to see you again. Yeah, yeah. You here visiting kids or? Um. Yeah, I heard some. I heard some. I heard some strange things going on uh, over here at the hospital. So I thought I would. Um, I'm. I've been a private investigator for a while. So oh. I, I thought I would uh, head over and see what I could find. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Huh. Okay. Okay. That's weird. Because I heard something too, but 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fit. Well, I guess a fee. Excuse me, B. Uh, hmm. Uh, 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 you- I'm sorry. I know when Andy needs me, I think, because I'm really <laughs> tuned in to, to what he needs. Is, is he calling for me? Uh, I am I, talking about you. Uh, like, yeah, V is, doesn't work for the organization, but we tell her, like, everything. But uh, I don't know what to do. And, and I am realizing that I've been talking to Deandra for a little bit here, and you've been alone, and I don't hear anything. I, th- I assume it's sort of that situation. It's like, wait a second. I haven't heard my children and, you know, I don't have children. And I don't think, I don't think V, B, God damn it. I don't think B <laughs> is a child and I'm not demeaning the character, but she was doing something very risky and I'm stressed out and I'm, I'm hurt because I got hit by a pipe by a guy on a motorcycle, <laughs> I think I said. Um, so then I was like, V, B, God damn it. <laughs> I had COVID two weeks, a month ago. Anything I do, it's not my fault. <laughs> Okay, I can do this. B! <laughs> Where are you? Oh, your name's Deandra. That's funny. <laughs> there it is. A, B, C, D. <laughs> Matthew's like, I figured out his class in two seconds and the D thing with a week ago, baby. <laughs> Tim, I um, didn't get it until you said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have I caught up to these nurses yet? Yeah, yeah. So I would say that you had the opportunity to um, continue to listen in on the conversation. Um, they continue to go on um, stating that, you know, there have been four kids uh, that have come in uh, with the same syndrome. Um you know, it is very odd. Um, it's rumored that uh, they were watching some kind of show and then their parents found them in this like state. And uh, although they are coherent and they're able to move their bodies, uh, the only thing they are unable to move is any of their face muscles. Mm. Uh, behind them, the nurses will hear this. Um kind of noise <laughs> they both look back at you um b has taken out of her uh time and space mug a clown's nose and she has squeezed it to make a noise um nurse is Oh no! Are I'm, you? I'm so sorry. I'm not a nurse at all. In fact, I'm here to give uh, uh, smiles and pleasure to the children whose faces have become all oh, what is it, sad and depressed. Oh, my God. oh, oh! You you must be one of the entertainers that yes, the hospital exactly. gets to lift the spirits of the children. Yes, and I've I've accidentally poured clown paint all over my clown suit, and so I was given these beautiful little scrubs. God. Got it. Is clown paint like regular paint? No at all. No, not at all. It's very greasy. Please take me to the children. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, well, I, they are currently not in a common room. And I mean, we should probably ask their parents if it's okay for you to visit them, especially with everything that's going on. Oh, I um, love parents. Yes, of course. Take me right to them. And they take you to one of the 
nearest rooms and the woman that you had heard sobbing earlier, she is currently just kind of just walking back and forth in front of the door that you assume their child is in. Um, she has blonde hair, glasses, and uh, seemingly just normal clothing uh, and is just frantically walking back and forth. Mm-hmm. I am going to walk over to her and um, I still have my clown nose on, obviously, but I'm going to touch her shoulder and say, don't worry, Joel, my dear, I'm here to help. For which I will be using the soothe option from the divine, which means I can calm her down, blocking any panic, anger or other negative emotions. You can see that the body language immediately relaxes. Um, She stops pacing um, and she looks right at you and goes, oh, um, thank you. Uh, Are you a nurse? I haven't met you yet. No, unless you want to count nurse of the heart and nurse of laughter. <laughs> I, I I, don't understand. Um, I'm here to make your sweet little baby child smile. Oh, uh, well, th- that's not the problem, I guess. Um, she can't stop smiling, uh, but, but maybe you can get a different expression from her. Um, what was your name? Oh, the name is Bee, like a little bumblebee. Uh, uh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I, I assume the hospital sent you over um, to entertain the Yes, kids? the powers that be above sent me, and I'm here to bring a... a perhaps instead of turning the frown upside down, I shall turn the, the smile into the wiles. The s- smile into the wiles. Uh, oh. Well, I I guess I'll try anything at this point, since the doctors haven't really been able to tell me much. Um, Okay. Um, Oh, by the way, my name is Priscilla, and my daughter, uh, her name is Chelsea. Um, And she opens a door, and you go inside to a a rather small hospital room. Um, There is a bed, a TV, you know, a little stand next to it, uh, a large chair. Um, and of course, all of the standard uh, hospital equipment and um, standing or excuse me, sitting up on the hospital bed, um, clasping a, a brown teddy bear uh, is a young girl, probably the age of six. And she has a almost maniacal smile on her face. Her smile is so wide and frozen that there is like saliva dripping out of the side of her face. Um, She turns towards you and you can see her eyes are moving and registering you, but she is, has not spoken. I know you said it was just their face paralyzed, but the fact that they're like awake and moving is now just dawning on me and I don't Mm -hmm. like it. Very scary. Very sad. Um, okay, so is the mom coming in with me? Um, I would say yes. Yeah, that's fair. All right, my darling. Can I please hold your hands? Rather hesitantly at first, um, not knowing who you are, uh, she starts to raise her hand towards you from the teddy bear. Um, I'm going to pull like a little, like, you know, the, the doctor's stool that you always want to sit on? I pull that over and I plant my hiney on it 
and I'm going to hold hands with the little kid and I'm going to try and use that same soothing action to see if that um, kind of pulls her at least to comfort and perhaps could change the the smile on her face. Once again, you feel the body language of this child relax. You feel the hand the small hand uh, within yours start to squeeze yours more. Um, and within the eyes, you can see a look of pleading. Uh, but unfortunately, none of the facial features are moving and has not moved since you've entered this room. Don't worry, little one. My name is B, and I am here to help you. I am an angel from above, and I am going to find out what's going on to you. And I will kill whoever did this to you. You can bet on me. Do you understand? I'm here to avenge you. Don't even think twice about um, it. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Uh, it, I, I know you said you were trying to change her smile, but I don't know if this kind of talk is appropriate for my daughter. I I appreciate what you're doing. I, I, I think you are trying to make her feel better. Um, and she does feel better. Just look at her. Um, I, you know, I actually, I, I think we should probably let her rest for now. Um, I, I, I think you should leave. May I please impart a gift? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, do magic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make some hand motions and out of time and space, I'm going to pull out um, one of those little honky horns that you put onto a uh, onto a bike and I'm going to give it to her and be like, if you need me, call me and I'll do the on the bike and then I'll grab my nose and do the oh, I love on that. my nose. You can see one like in the eyes once again, very uh expressionful, uh, that uh she is kind of like grateful, maybe, or um is thankful for this toy. Um she grabs it and honks it once and then kind of like nods towards you and uh and then just kind of stares off uh with the horn in hand. Fred and then the mother Oh I'm sorry, go ahead. And then the mother kind of pulls you off uh, out of the room. Can I actually use magic to link those two items? Ooh. Uh, what, the nose and the mm -hmm. horn? Yeah, go ahead and, and roll uh, use magic and we'll see what weirdness comes about. <laughs> so that's a 10. Woo! Okay. Yeah, so that's a success. And if at any point um, this young girl, Chelsea, is in need of you, um, she, it, you will be uh, informed uh, of that. Cool. Um, I am going to, again, soothe the mother on my way out, but I'm going to be making my way back to Andy. Okay. Agent C. Hello. It's another day in the office. Andy, you are aware, is at the hospital. Um, you believe that he had more than likely broken some ribs uh, the last time you guys were out at the Wintercrest Lodge. Um, you're not 100% sure where B's at, but uh, you would assume that she's probably sleeping at home uh, or out and about. And you receive a phone call. Hello? Hi, Charlie. This is the quartermaster girl, I assume? Yeah. Oh, God, I don't remember her name. I have it written down somewhere. 
I wrote down all the names. I promise. Uh, Delilah. Hey, Delilah. How are you? I'm great, Charlie. How are you? Oh, you know, just another day in the office. Did you? Did I tell you about that flamethrower that I got to shoot? Oh, uh, yeah. How did it go? It, I heard it was a Wendigo. Oh yeah, yeah, a big nasty thing. Yeah, man, scratched up Andy <laughs> real good. And uh, but I'll tell you that flamethrower. That was you ever. You, know, you never feel that kind of power. <sighs> well. I mean, I'm pretty sure you did everything to protect Andy, and I bet you looked great doing it. I was wearing the suit, so that probably helped. Yeah, no, no, Andy got away. You know, he's he's uh, you know, he's taking some uh, some rest time. You know, he got a, got some uh, injuries, but uh, you know, he'll, he'll be back here in no time. I'm sure. It's not like oh he was God, coughing up this- blood or anything. I am so sorry. This isn't a personal call. I actually have Sergeant Cruz on the other line. He is going to be so mad at me. <laughs> I'm going to plug him in. Uh, uh, why did it take you so long to get on the phone? Oh, no, I was on the phone. I was uh, discussing the uh, tactical uh, measures we took during the last uh, investigation with the Wendigo, and uh, I was saying how we could optimize our use of the uh, heavy firepower we have in the uh, storage locker. With my secretary. Oh, well, she also controls the access to the firearms, so I thought it would be appropriate. I, I You know, I, kept, I, kept, I put it all in the report, just want to make sure that she had gotten it as well. Anyway, I know you're calling me for something important. We don't need to discuss this now. Well, Agent, uh, I just need you to know that... Um I'm going to need you to check in on Andy. I'm concerned about his well-being, and uh, I want to make sure that you're with him at all times possible. Yeah, absolutely. I I, uh, I got tabs on him right now, so I'll uh, I'll head over to the hospital, uh, check up on him. Yeah, have you heard anything weird about his family? Apparently, he's got a bunch of gun-toting, hunting types. I don't know. Well... That's classified, and unfortunately, uh, yeah, you're not uh, at that level yet, Agent, but um, I do want to let you know that uh, it is important that you keep him close and make sure that you don't allow him to get injured again. Well, you've you've seen the guy. He's mm, (laughs) forward-leaning. Well, look, Agent, uh, I just don't want to have another situation like your last partner so uh don't fuck it up this time look what happened to albert click (laughs) (laughs) i hate this guy (laughs) he also rocks i'll uh i'll text andy and just give him a a where you at you see my phone vibrate on the bed and me (laughs) out in the hallway who knows what i'm getting up to uh, that's right. I, I have tabs on his phone, so I'm just going to follow the GPS. Just going to unlock yeah. it and look through my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's the CIA. <laughs> and you see Andy jerking off. Oh, he's got to pay me again for this one. That's a callback, everybody. Everybody, that's a callback to the stream. Every Monday night at 8.45 p.m. EST, twitch.tv slash geeklyink. Yeah, in the, last in the last four in the last four <laughs> episodes, we've only missed two weeks. Yeah, because <laughs> in that move we call the reverse only fan. <laughs> I had COVID and Valentine's Day. COVID times day, yeah. <laughs>
Now, is there anything else you want to take care of at the office? I'm going to say that I have left the guns in the van from the last, uh, from when we went to the lodge. So I still have that. And no, there's nothing else I want to take care of. Okay. Now, those guns are your essentially like uh, personal, like um, assigned equipment. The flamethrower itself would have to be checked. Oh, back yeah, yeah. In. I would have. I would have. Um, and as a professional, you yeah. would have done so. Um, but yeah, you do have a, a locker in the office where you typically would keep your shotgun and your assault rifle. But um, at this point, you probably do have some kind of like weapons locker inside your van as well. I just have for- a toolkit in the van. <laughs> Yes, it is uh, like a, a strongman toolkit, just a big box that uh, probably has like a latch for a lock that you just don't put a lock on. And uh, anybody could probably access The van's that. locked. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, you head on your way to uh, the hospital to go visit Andy. Um, and uh, I think I think we'll take it back to Andy and Deandra. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like walking in front of you, Deandra, uh, and whispering out, B, B, and like looking uh, uh, inside uh, patient rooms, maybe underneath the curtains, not too deep, you know, just kind of because I assume I'd be able to see B, you know, uh, uh, big personality, if you know what I mean. Like, oh, uh, B's great. You're you're going to love her. She's a she's a, mm-hmm. a, a unique star in this in this uh, galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take out my notepad and flip open to an, uh, a blank page and start taking notes while I light another cigarette in the hospital. So, Andy, you open up a door, and uh, within this room is a small boy sitting on the bed. This boy is staring at the TV screen, and when you look over at the TV screen, you see what looks like a old puppet show, like from the 70s, like really grainy. Um, There is uh, a young boy uh, and he is talking to what looks like some kind of like puppet, uh, a puppet of a man. And uh, you look back at the boy and his visage has not changed. He is just staring at the TV screen. Um, And you look back and it's actually on a different program. Um, He is currently watching like the seven o'clock news. That is weird. Okay. Uh, Sorry to bother you. And as you close the door to the room from the other side of the hallway, you see B exiting out of her room in a nurse's outfit (laughs) with a red bulbous (laughs) clown nose on. Oh, thank God. B, you didn't get in in trouble or anything like that, did you? Did you get found out? Is the mom still around me? She is. Yeah, she's walking out of the room. Okay, if the mom's there, I would be like, uh, oh, there you are, doctor. And I wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I, I was sorry, I forgot. Uh, yes, uh, I'll see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay, um, bye. And don't forget to tell your daughter, if she needs help, just honk a honk and my nose will light up. Uh, bright as the sun. Okay, I, I will. I'll let her know, and thank you for talking to her. Yes. <laughs> I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> um, And I will skip over to Andy, even though it hurts my ribs. 
And did you find anything? Oh, this is uh, Deandra. Deandra, this is uh, B. Um, Hello. Hi, it's a pleasure to meet you. I went to... Pleasure uh, to meet you as well. High school with Deandra. And, sorry. Did, what, why, why, did, why again did you say you're here? I yeah. heard about something happening to children. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, you're about to tell me that. Then I got freaked out. Did you... Uh, do I know that De- Deandra is a... Um, a PI? Did you just tell me that? I, I had COVID a month ago, so you're not allowed to be mad at me. <laughs> I did, uh, yeah. Sh- yeah, she mentioned it. Gotcha. Uh, if, if she's a, a, a PI, we maybe could use her help and we wouldn't ha- maybe have to – maybe the parents would pay instead of the, the agency and then I would I – would, that would look good for me. Maybe I'll get a raise or something like that. What? Oh, so, so – Deandra, uh, explain your services. B is um, from Estonia. In a wink. Lie. So, you know, um, some things they don't have that they have here. Some things that they have there we don't have. And they're better than the things we have. So it's not one of the um, – you know, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Estonia. My services? Yeah. Well, I used to. Uh, find cheating husbands and missing people, but lately I've been finding other things. Huh. Like what? <laughs> like, like things that um, I never knew existed. Strange things, Strange and uh, it's been kind of, things. kind of a journey. Oh. You seem very interesting to me. Let's compare notes. <laughs> oh, our right, agency I'm, is going to be so mad, but, 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 yeah. I'm going to start, start flipping through the bodybuilding magazine and like, okay, see, look, the way they worded this, that means, and I'm just like go into like a big tirade about um, this supplement that I, that I saw, um, like <laughs> how suspicious it is. Oh, are you talking about oh. Sigma? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just blew that shit right open. Mostly Andy. Uh, okay. See, for a second, I thought, I thought you were um, a little wacko, but you are right. Sigma was tied to a quite a deep dark um, uh, uh, ring of uh, whatever. That's how that that actually is how I broke my ribs i know i covered it up pretty well before about my story or about the grandma i think um but no it was it was uh the 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 leader of the sigma group and a couple other people got hurt throughout that whole thing it was pretty scary yeah it was a wendigo have you ever heard of a wendigo oh god i've heard yeah 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 it's important that people know it is you've heard of a wendigo yeah Holy shit. What are the odds? <laughs> you know, <laughs> for people from high school, you know, uh, uh, meet in this hospital and knowing about the things that happen and uh, that people don't want to admit happen. I take a step back from Deandra and Andy and I just witness their meet cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But the only question I have is who benefits? Oh, well, in this case, it was the guy selling it, right? But we killed him. What was his name? Uh, I Rocky? forgot to take notes for two episodes. There's always, there's always someone else. There has to be someone else. Yeah, I feel like there was something else. There's another thread. 
Yeah, but... I mean, mostly if you're dealing in drugs, like it doesn't stop at the single dealer, right? This was definitely some kind of a Ponzi scheme for sure. He had too much merchandise. That's I... true. And he, he was trying to push it on us like it was yeah. an MLM, right? It was bad. It, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we got to get to the top of this. Maybe Mary Kay is at the bottom or at the top. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, how they give away all those cars. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're honest. So Deandra, well, yeah, well, I work, that, that's the, that's the agency I work for. Um, I, I, I was clearly being pretty, um, uh, uh, stealthy about the whole situation. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Now we can let you in on a little bit. We can't tell you everything, of course, oh. but, uh, uh, my, my partner lie, uh, should, um, <laughs> be, I don't know your be here soon. I don't know. Um, you might be able to meet my partner later, uh, and he can uh, give you all the once over. See if uh, the agency can trust you with your help. Uh, B isn't in the agency, but she helps us out all the time. All the time, but I would never, ever be a part of that agency. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think the agency needs to prove that um, I can trust them. I just don't have a social security card, so they won't allow me to be in. <laughs> <laughs> At which point. Several things happen. From down the hallway, you can actually see Agent C walking up towards you. A man exits the room that B just came out of. A nurse, seemingly normal. Your nose starts to glow red Uh-oh. as you hear the honking noise of the horn. We gotta and go! And the lights... <laughs> and the lights go out oh, in this God. entire hallway. One or two seconds pass, and the lights flicker back on, and the nurse that walked out of the child's room is staring at you, B, Deandra, and Andy, and currently has his arms suspended in a very peculiar manner, as if suspended by strings. Uh Uh-oh. Agent C, you are far behind this person looking towards your friends and this other woman with them. There is a nurse in between you and them, and his arms are held up at the elbows with his hands and uh, lower arm kind of dangling at the either side of his body. On Andy, B, and Deandra's side, this nurse's mouth starts to open up as if it, they are about to say something to you. And then the mouth continues to open and continues to open until it is opened incredibly large, impossibly large. And within moments, it starts to scuttle towards you in a horrific, jangly way. And it is on you. Does it move with the, um, the puppet noise from Naruto? Yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking. What what is the puppet it's noise horrible. like? The sound of like it's like, like, it's a lot, a lot of like clacking. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 hollow wood yes. clacking against yeah. each other. It's yeah, terrible. That is exactly what you hear, ah! and it is just flying towards you with impossible speed. Act under pressure. I scream. That's all there's to it. I just scream. <laughs> I'm big tough boy. Ooh, so we, baby. So we all roll this. Yes. Okay. I failed. <laughs> uh, I got a five. I mean, there are, worse, fail- there, are wor- there are worse failures, but I'll take that XP. 
I got an eight. Good roll. Okay, so that is a semi-success. B, what was your roll? It was a five. Okay. So the two of you are just kind of like mesmerized by the elongated maw of this nurse. And it just, it's in front of you within moments. Uh, For you, Deandra, you could kind of see what's happening and you understand that it is coming right at you and you step off to the side. (laughs) This thing is on you. And it tries to just slam into the two of you with its weirdly suspended arms. And you are both going to take two harm. God damn it. No. Uh, a B for you, you do resist one of those harms because of your armor. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. Anybody can act. Uh, can I use my my new thing? Um and uh, as I ro- fall on the ground, I like bump against a table and a, a a vase falls on my belly and the water starts like hitting my mouth. Um, but I want to uh, use my new thing, uh, the power of heart. When fighting a monster, if you help someone, don't roll plus cool. You automatically help as though you rolled a 10. So I would like to use help out. And uh, the the flavor is I throw the vase at it not to do damage but to kind of like distract it um and so uh a uh, uh, b can get a plus one on their roll okay great cool 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 ah i say with that very helpful audible cue um i am going to uh Let's see. What would I use against this? Uh, if it's a puppet, I would use some sort of wind. Um, so I am going to do the equivalent of a Rasengan against <laughs> okay <laughs> against him. <laughs> so um, as the vase is like flying through the air and Andy is doing the audible cue to let me know that like he's distracting this thing, <laughs> I'm going to pull a ton of like wind and air. Like it even sucks in Deandra's cigarette that they're not supposed to have. <laughs> and um, I am going to rush toward this uh, big mouth motherfucker puppet and <laughs> And slam him with a ball of wind. All right. Roll, kick some ass. Minus one, plus one. So it is a standard roll. Okay. That's a 10. Okay. You are successful. Um, And I think, what, with a 10, you do get to add one extra minor thing. So you could probably do one extra damage, prevent a damage to yourself because uh, it will be attacking you. Yeah, I'm preventing um, a damage to myself. That's for sure. Okay. So yeah, uh, where, where, how, uh, does a Rasengan hit this creature? Um, right in the chest. So I'm going to like try and make as many, uh, thoracic blows as possible. (laughs) Okay. So as you just blast this creature with, um, just the power of wind harnessed within your hand, it slams into him, spinning him around and essentially just knocking uh, this uh, nurse backwards. But as it spins and hurdles backwards, its arm just clatters against your face, uh, inflicting two harm once again as it strikes you. Now, at this point, though, uh, because of your success in reducing it by one harm, and your divine armor, you do not take any damage at this point. And it is flung back to that kind of middle stage area of where it started in between agency and your group. Oh, and how much damage was that? 
That's a great question. Yeah, that is uh, three damage of which it is weak. Mm. Yes, correct. And um, just okay. as a, and as a side as well, it's not called a Rasengan. I did call it a Huracan. So mm. that is a, a Huracan. Huracan. Can I? Is this a good appropriate time to read a bad situation? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to roll to read a bad situation. Um, and I got, ooh, I got, um, 11, 12, 13. Okay. So that is a great success. Um, so you do get to, uh, essentially hold three on this and ask me several questions. Um, okay. and then those questions can benefit your acts in the future. Um, do you have any questions you would like to ask right now for read a bad situation? So, okay, my first question I'm going to ask, I'm going to hold the other two, but the first question I'm going to ask are, are there any dangers that we haven't noticed yet? Ooh. Yeah, so right now you don't see or feel any other dangers. Uh, there is only this one malevolent spirit or monster in front of you. Okay. May I use my new ability? Sure. What is it? I would like to make the big entrance. Uh, yes. Oh, God, yes. Uh, so, uh, should I roll for it first? I yeah. Let's okay. let's roll for it. Let's see what the outcome is, and I think that'll help influence what you're. Uh, this is plus cool, so that is a ten. Okay, so that is a success. Um, so go ahead. Uh, so on a ten plus, everyone stops to watch and listen uh, until I finish my opening speech. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Pull out my badge, hands up, you know, make myself look nice and big. Everyone, I'm going to need you to calm down here. This is uh, all under control here. The uh, feds are here, and I'm going to help out, and uh, I'm just going to keep walking down the hallway up to where my friends are just to close the distance. And uh, everybody, uh, stay in your rooms, uh, keep the hallways clear, and uh, we'll take care of what's going on out here. Looks like we got some jokers uh, that are hopped up on goofballs. So, uh, don't worry, uh, we'll take care of the situation, I'll let you know when it's all clear, alright, everybody? Andy, what the hell are you doing over here? <laughs> uh, I, I'm in the hospital. Yeah, I know, I'm here too. Uh, oh, I thought you said, what are you doing here? Like, why what, am I no, here? No, not what, why are you here? Like, what did you do to make this situation the way it is now? I didn't do anything! I uh, a bee went into that room and then... Then her nose started glowing, and this guy came out. Uh, I honk Bee's nose. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll look back at Andy. And then I'll look Real I'll, quick. I'll look at the nurses. I, I don't know what's happening. Um, where is this move from? The Chosen. Okay, okay. I was moving to that right now. Okay. Well, agency is coming through since we're all like turning to look at him and I have all of my cool wind power. Can I also be giving him the Celine Dion treatment with the wind blowing Oh yeah, blowing out him? the yeah. Oh, perfect. a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Piece of paper like hits him in the face and <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you are uh, amongst your friends uh, in this new person next to you um the creature uh is looking at you now uh kind of dumbfounded um but uh what's interesting is as you walked past it um you can see that his 
uh, head turns with you impossibly as the head turns around, although the body is still facing in the other direction. Does it, like, do I hear the sound of anything snapping when that happens? You only hear the hollow clacking sounds of of wood. All right, uh, Andy, B. I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Uh, I'm Agent C, NS9. Okay. Hello, I'm Deandra. Ah, uh, Deandra, you uh, get a last name. You hang out often. Have any nicknames? Or anything? Like- I hey, am in the middle there's... of something, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. And I have ended my opening scene. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll stand up at the end of this. <laughs> oh, I'd probably, okay. I'd probably and- pick up Andy on the way over. Thank you. So, Andy, as you are pulled upwards by Agent C, either yourself or B can make the next move. Uh, no, I'm. I feel a little stunned. I'm happy for uh, uh, B to go next. Yeah, definitely. Unless okay. I'm getting any nonverbal or verbal communication. No, no. All okay, right. cool. All right, B. Um, I have a question. Um, I've sent this hurricane, this like very finely tuned ball of hurricane, into this uh to this creature. Is it splintering out or anything, or is it flesh? That's a great question. Uh, it is definitely flesh. The The clothing that is um, centered around its chest is now kind of ripped and torn apart. And you can see just large welts and, and bruises purpling upon its skin. Um, you didn't break the flesh, but like as far as like tearing and making it bleed. Um, but you can see that that type of bruising is probably have some type of internal mess uh, due to the impact. Okay. Because I don't want to utilize an element that I think would put the children or the hospital at risk, I'm going to continue with um, wind powers. And um, I am going to use uh, the hurricane again and this time try to push this creature back. What I'm hoping is that there are exit doors or something that I can push this creature through to get them out of the hospital. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Kick some ass. Oh, okay. Just 10. Okay. Okay. So with that success uh, and the extra effect that you can place on it, you can um, do the uh, move it where you want it. Um, and push it out of, let's say, this hallway. Okay. Okay. So uh, go ahead and describe what you do. Yeah. So I just basically pull a really big ball of hurricane uh, fierceness into <laughs> my hand, and then I just push it really hard, um, like Goku style, at this creature. And I would assume that it's like planting its feet into the concrete. And so I am going to push it so hard and ferociously that its feet pull up the tiles as it is pushed back with such great force from uh, the help of my demon. Okay. So with the uh, wind force, you just push this creature all the way across the hallway uh, it kind of like cracks and snap as it pushes through the doorway uh, while still striking the frame and is blasted out of this room. As you do so and you inflict your three damage, um, the lights turn off once again. A second, two seconds go by. The lights turn back on 
and the man is still there. And he is standing in the middle of the hallway, just outside of the door that he exited moments ago. There's a broken vase on the ground with shattered glass and water from what Andy threw at this creature. But Agent C is next to you as well. The nurse looks down at the ground and goes, it's the power. Sometimes the generator kicks on and I am so sorry. You probably bumped into the table and knocked this face over. I'll get somebody to clean it up. Um, Just don't walk this way. Um, I wouldn't want you to hurt yourself, cut your foot or anything like that. Can I read a bad situation? Go ahead. (laughs) That is a 10. Go ahead and ask your question. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I almost want to say, what's the biggest threat? Or are there there any dangers we haven't noticed? Maybe that might just uh, do that one again because of, (laughs) well, I simply don't see the, the person. Yeah, so although you were just battling this nurse mere moments ago, Uh, That nurse is right in front of you and is not threatening in any way whatsoever. Whatever it was you're fighting is either gone or you all just experienced something that was supernatural and you can't put your finger on it. Well, sorry about that. I, uh, I fought someone to protect a grandma and so my ribs are broken and not quite as steady, but shake the pills. I got Percocet. Oh, uh, you you really shouldn't be walking around. You you should get some bed rest. I can, you know, take you back to your room. Oh, uh, no, no. The agency <sighs> needs me. That's why agency is here. Yeah, that's why we got him on our medical plan. Oh. Uh, you did show me your insurance card, right, Andy? Uh, I just had a picture of it, but yeah, it was, it was good enough. All right, great. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I'll get somebody to clean up this mess. Don't worry about it. Um, you guys should probably just head back to your room. Yeah, and just make sure you use my my mom's insurance and not the stuff under the agency. It's actually a lot better. So uh, if you could do that, that'd be great. We only do generic brand medications. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I thought – you, well, you're the last person from here that I've seen – and I'm leaving, so if you could just take – is that not your job? I'm sorry. It, you, there's a help desk at the end of the hallway. Um, you know, Go ahead and talk to Gloria. She'll settle all of your insurance information. Oh. I really just you know, help the patients out. I don't really deal with insurance or anything like that. My bad. My bad. I just uh, – trauma. <laughs> yeah, that's why you should probably go lay back down. Yeah, Andy, let's let's get you back in your room and uh we'll we'll talk about no, it. No, I'm fine. There. Andy, uh, we're gonna Andy, we're gonna go back to your room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not resisting all that much getting out of the covers. Uh can you get me some tea? <sighs> no. I finished my no. fruit cup. <laughs> uh, no, they need me. Anyways, this is uh Deandra. We went to high school together. She's a private eye now. And she oh. heard about monsters and she heard about the situation going on here it's fate i'm gonna close the door to the room <laughs> i what i'm not the one that said it first i wanted to get us all in here so we could maybe talk about it without you know other people around yeah so gonna... are the four of you in the room together yeah i, I followed no i didn't go B anywhere is not 
Because <laughs> okay. I, I, I felt like we were fighting a monster. <laughs> it's like still in the hallway, like the monster's gone. <laughs> no, isn't the monster just back in the hallway and no, no one was... else can see it but us? No, it's just the it guy. Just the, it was the dude. Not It was like not the puppet version of the dude. It was just the dude. But maybe the the monster ran inside to where uh, the girl with your, your horn is. Yeah, I'm going to go to the horn girl. That makes sense. Okay, so you gingerly step over the broken glass and water from the vase that Andy threw, which you know he threw. It was not a accident where he bumped into. Well, he did bump into a table, I did, then caught I the did vase, knock it and over, then but threw I caught it. it. Yes, and you just walk past the man that you were just fighting, who seemingly does not look like what you were fighting. Uh, his mouth is of a normal. Uh, size and his arms are down by his sides. Um, you open the door and as you step into the room, you can see Chelsea still in the same sitting position on top of the bed, holding both a teddy bear and the horn that you gave her. But she is staring up at the TV screen. And as you look over to the TV screen, you see what looks like some kind of puppet show. From the 70s, the film quality is old and grainy, and there is a young boy on the screen talking to a puppet of a man whose arms are up in a weird formation, as if being held on a string, and it kind of looks at you from the TV, and that is where we're going to call no! it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. We're having so much fun playing and producing this new show, so stay tuned for more to come. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, make sure to check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greetings Adventurers, a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you wanted to follow the people who make this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Agent C is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Andy is played by Tim at Tim Lanning, and B is played by Veronica at Typical Veronica. You can also follow our special guest star, Alex, at Happy Puke on Twitter. Make sure to check out his shows on SHU Podcast, Union of Heroes, Tales of Villainy, Weird Adventures in Space, and Young Sentinels. Our show is also edited by Steph at Steph O. Kingston and produced by yours truly. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.